Welcome to Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator, fashion stylist, Madison Guest. Hi. Um, so welcome everybody to this, you know, meet and greet. Um, we're really excited to have you all here. I have gotten the pleasure of seeing this movie and I truly, truly love it. And I think everyone will hear too. So I'm excited for you guys to see some clips and meet, you know, Victoria and Pearson as well as Kristen and, you know, really dive into it. Um, I am a stylist. I've worked with Victoria for a long time. She's a dear friend of mine, like family. Pearson has become a great friend of mine as well. Um, so it's been really nice for me to see them in this film and watch them. They're absolutely fantastic in it. So why don't we go ahead and kick it off with the trailer. Eli and I are city kids who never had big backyards, but we'll always have each other. What you want, what you need. Some friendships are so important, you do anything to make them last. That's why Eli and I created the No Kiss List. The official insurance against Naomi and Eli breakup. Friendship where we never fight over guys. Sigh. Gabriel so belongs in the No Kiss List. easier my life would be if Eli is gay and that's never gonna change be good you too but not too good oh Canada that's you big guy can I offer you a drink I really shouldn't have done that I kissed your boyfriend yeah you never put him on the no kiss list some things are just obvious Treat. I was in the neighborhood. Eli! Get in the closet. Oh, I'm sorry. I am so flattered you put my needs over the needs of my boyfriend. Well, I think it's safe to say he's not your boyfriend anymore. Eli doesn't believe in the no kiss list. Neither do I. Really, Naomi? That skirt hasn't fit since 2010. Hater! Fighting with Eli is so exhausting. Naomi, you're so funny, you. <laughs> Busted. Busted words, though. What you up to? Breakfast at Tiffany's? You know I'm crazy about Tiffany's. I know you think all this crap with Eli is like the worst thing to ever happen. But there's a lot more out there for you than you realize. If you're ready for it. But you'll feel better in the morning. Actually, no, that's not true. You're gonna feel worse. What? You can't I, I, I can't predict. I'm a, I'm a doctor. I'm a doorman. All right, are you guys excited? All right, so let's bring out stars of Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List, Victoria Justice and Pearson Foday, as well as the director, Kristen Hangy. Hey! Oh my God, it's a dog. Hi, guys. Awesome. Welcome. Madison. Yeah. 
Hey, fancy seeing you here. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. All right, so um, let's kick this off. Why don't, Kristen, why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are and what you've done in the past, just so everybody gets a little bit more familiar with you. Absolutely. So um, my name's Kristen Hange. I'm the director of the film. Um, I do a lot of musicals. I directed uh, Rock of Ages. Maybe some of you saw yeah. it. Maybe, okay. And, um, <laughs> Not a lot of Rock of Ages. That's guy. My best friend right, right here. Um, and so I, I come from a music background and I love uh, stories that are really influenced by music. Um, and when I read the script, I just fell in love with it. And I thought it was, it just hit my heart. And so I knew I had to make it. And then these two stepped in. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> these two, who some of you probably know, but guys, give us just a quick, you know, reminder to everybody what you've been doing prior to Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List, or since then. Me. Take it away. Uh, okay, prior to Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List, I was nothing. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, no, I'd done some movies and some TV shows, um, and it was I'd, I'd had a lot of fun, but this one has to be still my all-time favorite. Um, and currently, I'm on a show called The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, my God. Hey, we got That's one guy. Friend. That guy. That this guy. guy. He's You're my boy. That's right. That's right. Uh, and, yeah, I've done a few after that and a few other films, and so, yeah, you should go check it out. What about you? Um, so before Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List, I, I've been doing this for a while now, um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I started out when I was 11, um, and my first, I guess, big break would be on Zoe 101. A little bit of a throwback, I don't know if you guys have seen that. Cool. Um, and then after that, I got my own show on Nickelodeon called Victorious. Nice. Which was a lot of fun. And um, I did a movie called Fun Size. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got a few Fun yeah. Size. But that was funny. <laughs> that was a great movie. That was blue. Um, and then, what else? What else am I doing right candy. now? Oh, I did a show on eye candy, yeah, MTV. It was scary. Eye candy. Why didn't you guys cheer like that for me? Oh. You know, they're in school during oh. Bold and the Beautiful. That's it. <laughs> That's true. You know, it's tough to DVR soaps. You'll it's never hard. catch it's up. Hard. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and yeah, and so I have this movie, September 18th, exclusively on iTunes, which I'm very excited about. And, um, and then I, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I'll stop awesome. talking now. <laughs> um, so, Kristen, why don't you explain just sort of a brief synopsis of the movie so people can get a little bit more acquainted, stuff that they didn't necessarily know or catch from the trailer. Sure. So, um, Victoria plays Naomi, mm. and her and her best friend Eli grew up right next door to each other their whole lives. So they're, they're like a constant in each other's lives. And do you have a best friend who can like finish all your sentences? You have all the same inside jokes. You have all the same taste in music. They're like inseparable. Yes, they're inseparable. They cannot live without each other. And Eli is her gay best friend. The only problem is that she is in love with him that no matter how hard she tries, she just can't stop her heart from feeling real romantic feelings for him. Now, together, the two of them have this list they've had forever, which is whenever they have a crush on someone, they put them on this list, this thing that they call the no-kiss list, which means neither of us can kiss this person because it might end our friendship. You know what I mean? So it'd be like if we went to a party and you kissed him or I kissed him, it could cause a fight between us, so we just will never kiss one of these people. So what happens in the movie is Victoria's character Naomi has a boyfriend and Eli, well, he kisses him. Oh. And he's done, done. But he was never on the list. 
but a compliment. But does your boyfriend really need to be Do on the no kiss list? list? Yeah, I mean, I mean, come my, on. I rest my case. No, <laughs> he wouldn't have kissed back. Uh, well, so it causes see. a fight of epic <laughs> proportions, and the question is, where will their friendship ever recover? And that we don't know yet. You have to watch the movie. Um, so why don't we go to a clip to talk more and sort of explain what the no kiss list is, and you guys get to meet one of my favorite characters, Gabe. He's uh, quite hot, so let's get into that. Gabriel. <laughs> is this a new song, Otis? Show is me, baby. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm. Let me take your baby. Mm -hmm. What it is I'm looking for. There you go, baby. Ain't more than a little bit. So if you got a baby, I'll adore you. Floss that smile for me. Sigh. Gabriel so belongs to the no kiss list, but bottom standing will not suffice. Yeah, but where the hell do we put him then? Because obviously, Donnie Weisberg remains at a non-negotiable number one. Gabriel may be new, but he's hotter than everyone else. Agreed. Get it in there. Come on, come on. Oh, yes. And George says he's in a band. Oh my god, that's even hotter. Welcome, Gabriel, to number two on the no kiss list. Hmm. It is the official insurance against Naomi and Eli breakup. Friendship where we never fight over guys. This is a friendship that lasts forever. Exactly. Done. Gabriel is off limits. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? How many of you guys have, you know, felt like you deserved or needed a no kiss list with your best friend? Just two of you, you're, you're, lying. Guys. you're all lying. Right here. <laughs> you're all lying because I know I have. And I think, you know, we're typically used to doing them with our same sex friends, right? But now everybody's a little bit more gay friendly, which we all are, and you gotta be a little bit more careful. It's tricky territory. So it is. have you guys ever felt like you needed a new a no kiss list for any of your friends? I know um, you don't have one, but have you felt like you should have one? I don't currently have a no-kiss list, um, but I think like during middle school years, no-kiss list would probably help yeah, save a lot school. of friendships. Especially I think there would be a lot of girls that would still be talking to this day. Pearson, what about you? <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Do guys do that though? We have bro code. Yeah. You guys know bro this? Code. Yeah. Bro code. Bro right? Code. You don't, bro. like if, if, if your bro is like, hey yo, she's pretty cute, right? Yeah, it's bro. like, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Fall bruh, back. bruh. We just don't, we don't it's off back. limits, it's off limits. Yeah, right. So Naomi and Eli are clearly really codependent. They're like obviously besties. You know, what do you think it is that makes Eli betray her in such a way? What do you guys, what do you think? The heart wants what the heart wants. The heart Whoa. wants what it wants. Selena Gomez said it best. You <laughs> <laughs> heard it here first. <laughs> I mean, Pearson, you obviously played Eli, so. Right. You would be maybe a great person to answer this, like the expert. What do you? What is? What is it about Eli's personality? Tell us about Eli. Like, who is he? Why would he do this to Naomi? Talk to us. Eli is the guy at the party who starts the party, right? Okay, he's your bestie. That's like, boom, the party started. Now that Eli's here, um, he, you know. He's just such a fun, like, kind of butterfly, social kind of guy that just is going around. He's just doing life, and he loves life. And sometimes I just don't think that he's aware that his actions are causing pain to others. And he just, he wanted to, he, he saw something pretty, and he, he wanted to touch it and kiss it. And so, okay. See if it liked him back. And then, Vic, you know, Naomi is, like, kind of the counterpart, right? Yes. She's his best friend. Talk to us about Naomi. Like, who is she? What's her personality? 
Okay, Give us some so, insight. Um, Naomi is also, I would say, the life of the party in her own right. You know, she's a lot of fun. She likes to have a good time. She's a little bit sassy. Um, but at the end of the day, when you meet her in this film, she's going through a really hard time in her life. Her parents um, have just split up. She, her and Eli are freshmen at NYU. And, um, and it's always, hey, two NYUers. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, so her and Eli, have. it's always been like them two together. And they've kind of always been in this bubble. And Naomi is really safe in that bubble and so when they start you know these new experiences at their new school and Eli starts branching out and is not quite making as much as many plans with her and is kind of doing his own thing that really starts to freak her out and she is already in such a vulnerable place that it kind of um she kind of has to get it all together and everything kind of feels like it's falling apart for her yeah true and I think so another major character of this movie is New York City Right. Yes. So yeah. why don't Kristen, why don't you kind of like what what made you like was was the book already in New York or like yeah. what was, you know, so the book was set in New York. It's the same book writers that also wrote Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Right. Yeah, they're amazing. Great and story. they love to write about New York and they write about New York so viscerally. So I read the original book and everything was about these two characters owning Manhattan and kind of owning the village like it was their ground, like the whole thing was their clubhouse. And so I really wanted to capture that feeling of this, this is our city and we own this city. And then for me personally, I grew up in California and I always felt like I was a little girl dreaming of New York, you know, like one day. And then, so the first time I came here, I was like, it's magical. And so I always had that feeling of New York being this like really magical, really exciting place. And I wanted you to be able to feel that in the film, that, that, that New York made you feel like you were alive and that, you were, that, that anything was possible. Like, like what that. are some yeah. of, you know, we see a lot of the sort of iconic West Village landmarks like Washington Square Park, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Like, what are some of you guys' New York, like, must-haves, must-dos? Give us, like, one each. Ooh. Vic, go first. Ooh, um, a New York must-do. Uh, they're actually really close to right next door to where I was living when we were filming this movie. There's, like, this little Spanish restaurant that I love. It's called Cafe Espanol, I believe. Have you guys oh, been there? Okay, so you know, yeah, yeah. I love that place. <laughs> I swear, the best sangria, best tostones. <laughs> love it. Latin girl likes her Espana. That's right. <laughs> uh, I guess for me. Um, oh, and the bacon wrap dates. Get the bacon wrap dates. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't keep that in. Bacon. Yeah. Bacon makes everything better. Uh, let's see, I, I honestly, I, you know, I was only here for the filming of this, but I think my favorite thing to do was to, I would take out my skateboard and I would skate in one direction for about 30 minutes. Didn't know where I was going. I'd stop at a restaurant and I'd go eat somewhere. And New York has so many restaurants and you can just go anywhere and eat and it's all good. So I think that that's like a, a must do. I don't know if it's all good, but you know. Most of it was good. <laughs> and then, Kristen, what about so, you? My must-do would be Central Park. I love Central Park. I love yes. that no matter how many times you've been to Central Park, you can still discover something new. And there's a whole scene in the movie where uh, Victoria's character, Naomi, goes to Central Park and sees something she's never seen before. So I just, I mean, the park is the park. You can't, it's so romantic. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And then, so for you guys in acting in this, like, obviously, you know, Vic, you might be a little bit like Naomi in a certain way. I mean, I obviously know you differently than other people do, but yeah. you know, you are 
similar to her in some ways and different than her in other ways. Like how did you have to draw on anything specifically for inspiration or to sort of become Naomi, the, the Naomi that you wanted to portray? Because it's obviously different than Tori Vega, let's be serious, mm -hmm. right? Like she's not. Yeah, <laughs> Naomi's definitely different from Tori Vega. Um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I just, uh, in this film, I had to really explore a lot more emotionally and I get to show a lot more depth in this movie than I really ever have before. Um, so I guess to prepare for the role, you know, I just like did some backstory for the character um, and I don't know. I mean, we're similar in some ways because I feel like she's, you know, in a vulnerable time in her life. Like I was saying, she's going through a lot of changes. She has to grow up. She's kind of becoming an adult. And I'm really, at, you know, I'm a little bit older than she is. I'm 22. But um, I feel like I'm at a very similar point in my life. So I can relate to that aspect of like how difficult change is and how emotional that can be and um, having to rise to the occasion. That's awesome. Yeah, and then Pearson, right. you're obviously, well, I don't know if you're obviously, but you are straight and you play gay male. <laughs> <laughs> um, taught, like I, for me personally, like when I met you and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a straight, like macho, handsome guy. Like oh, you're on. playing this, like, yes. you know, you're come playing on. this, this gay guy. You kiss him. Like that's not what you do in your personal life. Right. So were there certain things that you did you give yourself like a pep talk where you like you got this you're into dudes for today like what did you do to get jazzed up uh, to like be Eli Eli well I mean I think the the big thing that I did was um, I got to sit down two of like my mentors back in LA and they're 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 both gay and they're older and I got to kind of get their history about what it was like to to come out and the different uh, ideas and philosophies that they had to work through and then I kind of I fell in love with these ideas that I, I interpreted for Eli. And uh, once I kind of fell in love with that, I was able to kind of like step into the character a lot more easily. And um, you know, it's cool for Eli's character because he really embraces who he is and he's very unashamed and just unabashed about like being him 110%. Um, but it was my, I think it was my first day on set or like day two or three. I had just met the guy that I was about to be, we were love interests like halfway through the script at this point. And uh, I just met him like five minutes before. I was like, oh, hey man, I'm gonna kiss you in five minutes. How's it going? <laughs> and so then I, we, we met out and that was it. You guys did a really good job. Thank you. It did. Yeah. And then convincing. so for you, yeah. like directing these, you know, young <laughs> actors, that are playing roles that they've probably never played before. Like, how was that for you as a director? Did you find it challenging at times? Like, what were challenges that you faced in directing the film? Well, I felt that both Victoria and Pearson were really brave. Like, as Victoria was saying, you know, she has to go to these these places that are really emotional and uh, and and very intimate. And I felt like um, I was so impressed by. Um, how willing she was to really go inside and really tap, you know, some of these fears and and to let them be seen, you know, because I always feel like truth is a thing that you can feel, and so when an actor is giving you their truth, you can feel it, and that's the only way it resonates with our hearts. So I just remember all throughout the shoot, just thinking that you were being so brave. Oh, um, yeah, and uh, and then Pearson, 
I, the Pearson is also so great because the other uh, boy who was also uh, who, who played his love interest um, was also straight, and I thought Pearson made him actually feel at ease so quickly, and and he did for you as well, and there was such a natural affinity that the two of you had yeah. for each other. Do you know? Such a sweet guy. Yeah, such a sweet guy. Yeah, yeah. Ryan and, Ward. Mm -hmm. Ryan Ward. Shout out to Ryan Ward. Come on, yeah. man. shout out. Love Ryan Ward. Shout out to Ward. my boy. Um, but but I felt like. Um, uh, that one of the, the wonderful things that, that Pearson does as Eli, because Eli's like this too, is makes everybody feel good, you know? Like just Definitely. naturally shows up and is very selfless in what he's giving the people that he's working off of. And in doing so, there, there's an energy return and you can feel it and it becomes really palpable and you can feel that chemistry. And so, yeah. You do good. That makes me feel good. <laughs> and there is like, you guys have to see this movie, seriously. There is like such raw emotions that even like adults who are in their 50s, they watch this and they get so emotional because it evokes like, like stuff that you went through when you were at the time in your life when you didn't know who you are and who your people were. And it's, these two are like unreal. You really have, like, it's seriously, they're so good. And I feel like Naomi really, and, and Eli does too, but Naomi really sort of goes through a huge character arc, like from who she is in the beginning, what I saw in the trailer, they're like running around and, you know, making it rain with Starburst <laughs> and all kinds, like everything's awesome in their own bubble. And then you see like Eli sits down and he throws her stuff on the table and there's tears. Like, talk to us about that. Every, I'm sure everybody in this room has either gone through that or is going through that or definitely will go through that at some point in their life. Like, tell us more about sort of her journey and all of that. Um, tell you more about Naomi's journey as far as like... Like who, like how she changes and what she does to change and why she has to change. Um, well, how she changes. Well, I think in the beginning of the film, she is... She's a little immature, you know? She's definitely very codependent with Eli. Like I said, like they have all these rules together. They have their no kiss list. It's, it's almost like a little, it's like her little fantasy world in, in, in her own way. And, and also she's living a fantasy because he's gay and she really wants to have this romantic relationship with him. But in, like deep down, she knows like it's never gonna happen. And um, so I think there's just like a lot of truths in life that she's kind of just pushing down a little bit that she's not ready to face and not ready to like step up to the plate and actually deal with and um and that's one of the reasons why i loved playing this character is because like there's like so much depth there and there's so much it's such a great character arc and you really get to see like who the person she is in the beginning and really like how her and Eli both grow as people and mature together. Um, and so that was really, really fun to play and challenging at the same time. And then one way she changes is like she tries to make friends besides Eli. She does. Yeah, yeah she, try, she tries to branch out. Um, yeah, she doesn't like really want. One of want. her friends at school. She like yes. doesn't want to. Yeah, she doesn't want to. Um, I don't want to like give too much away or whatever, but Monique Coleman is also in the movie. She's, um, you might know her from High School Musical, and um, she's great. She's awesome in the film. Um, but yeah, she doesn't really want to branch out and make other friends. She just wants it to stay like her and Eli always and forever, and um, it's just not the way that life is. So. And on that note, we'll go to the next clip, which is sort of on this like area that we're talking about. Oh. 
Yes, just the Robin I was looking for. Robin, my name twin. Yeah. <laughs> this place is like a total maze, and I got this philosophy paper do manana. Well, um, hey Robin, maybe since you, you know, you work in the library, you could, you could help Robin out with his research. Oh, great. Robin, um, would you like want me to help you? Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah, major gratitude. Um, so, uh, uh, hit me up when you get off. Okay. Alright, yeah. Get you ladies on the flippity-floppy. <laughs> hey, Robin definitely wants you. He does? Sure. <laughs> he just doesn't know yet. So, yeah, so that's, you know, that's her making her efforts. Yeah, and, you know, she really does, like, she grows to... Robin is a, is a great girl and she's never, like she says in this in this scene in the film, like all of her life there's never really been a girl quotient. It's always been her and Eli. So it's, it's really cool to see her for the first time, like having that girl talk. She's never done that before. So it was fun. Yeah, and I feel like there's this whole um, arc that you'll see in the film of um, Naomi and Eli almost like kind of living in the beginning when we see them in like like how Victoria said like in a fantasy world like very much like in this everything's okay and very on the surface yes. and then when stuff starts to go down they break open and they really like I, I feel like it's always like it's like the velveteen rabbit they become real you know and that's what you really you see in the movie is you see them become more human yeah definitely so, why, like, what, what is one thing about this movie that you guys think will, will draw people in? Like, what about, like, what's one thing, I know there's many things, but what's, like, one thing that you think will, like, make people be like, oh, my God, yes, I feel this, or I get this, or I've seen this, or just all of it? Pearson, why don't you start? All right. Um... I think the big thing for me is the unrequited love. You know, like it, it, we talked about it a minute ago, but it's, it's that moment that you're in love with somebody and you put all that effort into it and you're like, I will be your best friend no matter what. And if you want to kiss me, that's okay too. But uh, I think that's, yeah, we've all been there and that's, that's it for me. Yeah, definitely. And then Vic, what about you? Um, I think a lot of people will relate to the idea of, of having your best friend and then that person kind of moving on without you. Um, I know I've been through that before and it's, it's really tough. So I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that. And then Kristen? I would say, um, you know, all of us react so strongly to change, you know, and change invades your life and you're like, no, stop life, don't change, please. Ah. And eventually you have to surrender and say, ah, this doesn't feel good, but okay. And then, and then oftentimes some really beautiful things come out of that. Um, so I think that message is very universal. Definitely. And honestly, like you guys should all go see it. It's a, or not go see it, you should all get it. It's ex gonna be exclusively on iTunes Friday at midnight and then nine Pacific time if any of you are in California on Friday. Um, but for now, let's open it up to some Oh wait, can I say one thing about yeah. that really quick? Yes. I just wanna say, if you pre-order it, 
on iTunes right now, before September 18th, 10% of the proceeds are going to the Trevor Project, which is an amazing organization. It's the largest organization for suicide prevention and crisis intervention for LGBTQ youth. And yeah. it's an amazing cause and it's something we should all be supporting. So, so order it now. Yeah, they do really great work. And I mean, then you get it, you know, you're pre-ordered, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about forgetting. Boom. So why not? Look at there that. You go. And you give back. Logic. Okay, so <laughs> now we're gonna open it up to some Q&A. Hi, Victoria. <laughs> Hi, how are so you? So what's it, good, how are you? So what's it like working with your real life boyfriend? <laughs> um, it, well, when we were doing the movie, we weren't, it was not, there was nothing romantic happening. Um, yeah, we were just like, we were friends. We'd never met before. Yeah. And, um, but we had a really good time. Like Kristen was saying, Pearson has like this quality. He's really good at like making everyone feel comfortable and making everyone feel like a friend, a friend of faux days. <laughs> Come on. Um, and uh, <laughs> and so we, we had a really good time, uh, you know, just wiling out in New York City. I can't believe I just said wiling out, but it happened. Cheer. Hi, guys. Um, Hi. How did you like filming the movie? Like, was it easy or was it hard to, like, film it? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, just no. asking. It was both. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there was days that it was, like, super, super fun and just light and easy, and we got to improv and goof around, and then there's the hard days, Yaffa Cafe. Oh. Oh. All right. Oh. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hi, guys. How was it filming on set? What was the atmosphere like? What was the atmosphere like on yeah. set? Um, it was really great. I mean, like, Kristen is such an amazing director and an amazing person, and she makes, again, makes everyone feel really comfortable, and she really is, like, an actor's director. She's, like, super patient and will, like, talk to you about, like, what's going on in the scene and... Uh, and your life. Yeah, and your life, and um, she's not one of those directors that's gonna like scream at you if you're not doing it right, or you know, make you do a hundred takes. Um, so it was a she made it a very like chill, awesome, open environment. Hi, um, Hi. if you could play any other character in Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List, who would it be? Great Ooh. question. Great question. Do you want to go first? Me. Oh, I think Bruce One is my other favorite character in Naomi and Eli's No Kiss List. He is hilarious. Yeah. Oh my God. Bruce One's really funny. Bruce One's yeah. great. Um, I think I would probably play, what's the dog's name? <laughs> I would play the dog. Cutie the pie. dog. Cutie Pie? Cutie, Cutie pie. pie! How did Boom. I forget? Yeah. Clap for me. Yes. I would play Cutie Pie. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Um, also, this is a little irrelevant, but I went on Twitter and asked if anybody wanted fan, um, to write any fan messages for you, and I collected a few. Awesome. Oh my god, Kim! So that's give it to rad. You. That's so rad. sweet. Yeah, wow. that's awesome. Oh my god, thank you. Aww. <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. Thanks. No problem. Aww. That's awesome. adorable. Thank you, Lily. Oh, that's so cute. Hi, my question is to Kristen. Um, I was wondering how did you manage, you know, to escape from the cliches of romantic comedy since you guys were filming in New York? And if you think on that, why you're filming the movie, I don't know. Well, also I feel, a great question. That's, that's a good question. Um, I feel like that all goes back to the story. You know, I feel like the, the writers of the original book um, were very clear about wanting to write something to them that felt real and that wasn't just 
traditional out-of-the-box romantic comedy. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a very complicated situation that these characters are in, and I think that that's what we were interested in, is showing how messy sometimes relationships can be and how complicated it can be to be close to someone. You know, as beautiful as love is, it, it can also, it can be... Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. It can, you know, and, and we've all had those experiences. So it, we wanted to show the whole thing, you know, the whole spectrum. Hey, guys, I just wanted to say I love you guys. Yeah. Um, I have one quick question. Um, what are you guys' relationship like off the set? I think we're, everybody's become really good friends. We created yeah. a really, really tight family, actually. You know, like, it's been fun. I, I don't know. You guys expand on that. Yeah. Um, relationships offset. Yeah. I mean, like, I know. we all love hanging out. Yeah. Um, we're, we're all good friends. Yeah, no, yeah. We, like, we go to dinner and we, like, celebrate each other's birthdays and such. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I actually <laughs> don't know anybody else as far as crews go that I still do that with. I know. It's yeah, true, that's right? really true. No one. We've kept in touch really, really, really well. Yeah. That's yeah. actually where I met Kristen was at Victoria's birthday. So yeah. they're all still, and even other people from the movie too. Yeah, that aren't here that where are, are you at? You know. John just had a slip out. Oh, he had a meeting John. tonight, but. Yeah, sad day. Hi, Naomi. Um, Hi, what Miss, Miss, what's your name? <laughs> My name's Madison. <laughs> Madison, Madison, lovely. What's your question? Okay, um, what was your most challenging scene in your movie? I don't know, the Yaffa Cafe scene. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's the top runner for me. Yeah, where Naomi and Eli, things finally come to a head and they are doing their official breakup as Naomi uh, likes to call it. And um, that was just like, it was a really, really emotional, emotional scene. And for my character, there weren't like a lot of words. I just kind of had to like suppress a lot and um, and Eli was doing most of the talking, but inside my character Naomi is just like dying and like doesn't, she wants him to say something so that she doesn't have to let go, but it's just like, she's not gonna say anything because her pride is getting in the way and it's just, it's kind of excruciating for her. Thank you. I think the crazy part about that too was the Yaffa Cafe was actually still open and there were customers walking through as yeah. we were screaming at each other. And it was the most awkward thing sometimes because you suddenly become aware we even hear order in the background. But it made it really, yeah. very yeah. real. Yeah, like pots and pans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were shooting indie, you know, style. So it's like it made it super real. Um, but what's so funny, even though they say it was the most challenging day, I remember leaving that day and feeling like I was flying. Do you know? It was exhilarating because their performances were so good. And it was just that feeling of like, oh, we did that. We nailed that. <laughs> like, I, I just remember feeling so happy that night. Hi. Um, what areas in New York did you film in? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you take this one. Uh, most, mostly the village here, like all around NYU. Because they were students at NYU, we primarily shot here, which was so fun. Like, we shot in Washington Square Park all the time and it was, it was a blast, a blast. Yeah, um, so and then as I said we did shoot a scene in Central Park and then there um, there's a there's some stuff like a lot of interiors too that we shot in Brooklyn thank you thank you thank you all right so thank you guys so much for coming yeah and chatting with everyone about the movie you guys again a reminder get it on iTunes pre-order it give to the Trevor project and get this awesome movie I promised you're going to love it and you will not regret it Thank you guys for coming. Thank you Thank so you. much. So appreciate it.